ಶ್ರವಣಂ ಮನನಂ ನಿತಿಧ್ಯಾಸನಂ ಲಿಸನ್ ರಿಫ್ಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಎಬ್ಸಾರ್ಬ್ ಡಿಯರ್ ಲಿಸ್ನರ್ಸ್ ಸಾಯಿರಾಮ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವೆಲ್ಕಮ್ ಟು ಅವರ್ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಇನ್ ವಿಚ್ ಎ ಡಿವೈನ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕೋರ್ಸ್ ಬೈ ಭಗವಾನ್ ಇಸ್ ಪ್ಲೇಡ್ ಇನ್ ಸ್ಮಾಲ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಫಾಲೋಯಿಂಗ್ ಈಚ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಎ ಶಾರ್ಟ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕಷನ್ ಇಸ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಟೇಕನ್ ಟು ರಿಫ್ಲೆಕ್ಟ್ ಆನ್ ದ ಮೆಸೇಜ್ ದಿಸ್ ಈಸ್ ಎ ಸೆಗ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಸಾಯಿಸ್ ಥರ್ಸ್ಡೇ ಲೈವ್ ಹೋಸ್ಟೆಡ್ ಬೈ ಸಾಯಿ ಪ್ರಕಾಶ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಪ್ರೇಮ್ ಎವ್ರಿ ಥರ್ಸ್ಡೇ ಎಟ್ ಸೆವೆನ್ ಥರ್ಟಿ ಪಿ ಎಮ್ ಓನ್ಲಿ ಆನ್ ಏಷ್ಯಾ ಸ್ಟ್ರೀಮ್ ಆಫ್ ರೇಡಿಯೋ ಸಾಯಿ ಗ್ಲೋಬಲ್ ಹಾರ್ಮನಿ ಟುಡೇಸ್ ಎಪಿಸೋಡ್ ವಾಸ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಬ್ರಾಡ್ಕಾಸ್ಟ್ ಲೈವ್ ಆನ್ ಏಯ್ಟೀನ್ತ್ ಫೆಬ್ರವರಿ ಟೂ ತೌಸಂಡ್ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ಟೀನ್ ದ ಡಿಸ್ಕೋರ್ಸಸ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಟೇಕನ್ ಫಾರ್ ಸ್ಟಡಿ ಇನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಪ್ರೋಗ್ರಾಮ್ ಆರ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದ ಸೀರೀಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಡಿಸ್ಕೋರ್ಸಸ್ ಡೆಲಿವರ್ಡ್ ಆಸ್ ಪಾರ್ಟ್ ಆಫ್ ದಿ ಸಮರ್ ಕೋರ್ಸ್ ಇನ್ ಇಂಡಿಯನ್ ಕಲ್ಚರ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸ್ಪಿರಿಚುವಾಲಿಟಿ ನೈನ್ಟೀನ್ ನೈಂಟಿ offering our humble pranams at bhagwan's lotus feet dear listeners we welcome you to this week's episode of shravanam mananam nidhyasanam so always this is prem from team radio sai and with me is sai prakash we welcome you to this episode where we're going to begin the next discourse we completed the first discourse in the last week the discourse entitled the end of education as character and for those of you who have not been following our series we are going through the 1991 summer course series we've completed the first discourse and we're going to begin the second one as i just mentioned so before we dwell into the second discourse probably to talk a few minutes about the first discourse itself and for the rest of the program i invite saprakash saram saprakash saram prem yes this is the beginning of the second discourse uh, as we discussed in the previous episodes the first discourse itself was power packed and uh, there were many points that were so emphatic and so powerful there are many things which swami says uh, which are of a spiritual nature they kind of leave you with a feeling that maybe i have a choice whether to take to it or not but the f- points that swami brought out in the first discourse very clearly um, defines what a, a good character is and what a student ought to do and have right and a lot of that uh, first discourse was swami was raising his grouse against the system itself right you know, about the students more about the teachers and the administrators how the very purpose of education is being lost and i think right now we are seeing that with a lot of commotion happening in the universities in india right. you know we can see that uh, it basically is the students failing to understand what the purpose of education is as swami would say it mm. in fact our uh, vice chancellor our chancellor uh, justice venkateshalaya was telling in that conversation yes he came across one university mm-hmm. which has not had a convocation for 17 years oh. because of the unrest amongst the students and teachers mm. so think of it how many years is i think it's what uh, 30 years now our university no, yeah. i think it's never missed a convocation that's right. every time it's on 22nd november and that's something which is tremendous and it's purely because of you know definitely the love that swami showered that should be the first reason and the ability swami had you know shouldn't be calling it the ability but the way swami inspired love in students and the teachers heart towards him and also this very point which we are making in the first discourse where swami infused that purpose behind this persuasion i mean 
our uh, attempt to learn something or to acquire knowledge this aspect of humility which swami says education bestows you with humility it's so important because when we see you know people in different fields people with half knowledge are always very pompous but then when uh, there is this famous saying of uh, if the pot is full then it doesn't shake so in in the similar way people with complete knowledge and understanding are very humble absolutely live in the moment you know that is one thing we see with swami because on the stage here is bhagwan who has given you the entire he was expounding the secrets of the upanishads for example on this series and he would just come down and start speaking to you what what breakfast you had on absolutely one with everybody he showed us the right mix of how we should behave and how we should be having the complete knowledge and understanding on one hand at the same time leading a purposeful and a accessible life I mean just going by uh, going back to what you were saying about how Swami would come down after discourse and you know become so accessible and one with us yes uh, reminded of uh, one of the old students narrating that this boy had finished his BSc okay and Swami wanted him to go and pursue his medicine I think it must be one of your seniors okay and this boy was very upset because mm-hmm. he said Swami is trying to send me away okay because i think his parents wanted him to do become a doctor or something so swami told him see this is the right age after bsc you go okay. and pursue your mbbs mm-hmm. so this boy used to play harmonium during okay. bhajans okay so he was so upset that swami is sending him away mm-hmm. that the entire bhajan session he would sit and play the harmonium but not look at swami okay and swami would come and sit on the throne and mm. all the time try to catch this boy's attention okay you know trying to patch up <laughs> in a sense <laughs> and this was going on for so much i mean just come to think of it here is swami who was who could stand on a pedestal and give wisdom which was unmatched right and definitely when I mean, he is the as we always say the chancellor of the universe but at the same time an ordinary student in that university could you know could uh, have a fight like this with him a personal <laughs> tiff with him mm-hmm. and and swami was trying to you know patch up and i really don't know how he managed to make really, a balance really oh, the balance is so fine it may take uh, time to wink your eyelid but swami is gone from here to there in a second uh, the divine aspect and the human aspect um, you can't say one ended and the other started they both were there together <laughs> if you were to define it in quantum <laughs> physics <laughs> principles uh, the probability of either human nature or the divine nature they exist they coexisted they were just there Right. I mean, it reminds me of I think uh, the Kodai trip which you were part of. Okay. And Swami was trying to measure his height with one of the youngsters. Exactly. Exactly. I think that was a very sweet incident, right? Very sweet incident. But at that moment, see, he said, "Who is taller? He me or picked up uh, one of the uh, one shortest of the boys. students, right? Yeah. Okay. And um, then we were in a fix. Swami, whether Swami wants to be taller or Swami <laughs> wants to be shorter. So Swami then, stood side by side. Swami it? told him, "Stand, come, stand okay. next to me." Okay. And then, um, so Swami is asking, "Tell me who is taller." So we were looking at each other and hesitating. And then some people made bold to say, "Swami, you are only taller." Then some told, "No, Swami, he is." Uh, then final conclusion is, "Swami, if you measure without the hair, <laughs> then <laughs> he uh, he he is taller. But with <laughs> hair, you are taller." that's for me all wrong answers wrong answers wrong anoraniyan mahato mahiyan i'm shorter than the shortest taller than the tallest bigger than the big at that moment one 
you know like a shock wave like a gravitational wave that came out <laughs> one shock wave just went who are we living with you know that suddenly puts you in <laughs> you know another incident which happened around the same time okay swami was sitting and talking to all of us and suddenly he looked at one of the boys just now what did you think just now mm. and that boy smiled and swami said just now you thought how nice it is that swami is sitting and talking to all of us i want to stay with you all the time i want to stay with you all through my life did you not think that just now <laughs> then he said yes swami means he just once in a while just shows us you know a small glimpse i mean <laughs> if scientists today are able to measure a gravitational wave which happened 1.3 billion years back the size of the amplitude of the wave is 1000th of the uh, diameter of a proton which is something <laughs> like a 1 femtometer which is like 1 10 to the power of minus 15 right i mean man has reached that level and uh, all that looks like nothing in front of swami <laughs> right <laughs> absolutely I mean, very true you know here is you're talking about a billion years if you come to think of it 13.7 that's the number they say 13.7 billion years ago the big bang, big bang happened right right and swami says that god the discourse we're going to come to is about that swami says you know when god came and from god what came yes and it took so many billion years for man to come and swami is standing in front of us face to face and saying you and i are one right you are divine do you realize that mm. and you know we rejoice at uh, uh, invention or discovery like what you said yeah. which definitely which is worth celebrating you know lifetimes of effort has gone into it but we are capable of much more we are we are swami would say amrutasya putra you are you actually inherit much more than what you know just this mere scientific uh, thinking very true in fact it's like <clears throat> when swami says head in the forest hand in the society having that complete understanding and that experience of what we actually are how we lead your life in day to day existence i mean in a sense it may not be uh, in its entirety but that's what uh, even sri arubindo wrote in his integral yoga mm-hmm. he says achieving that kind of unity is one one aspect of life but having achieved that what do you do coming back and living uh, being a part of society and passionately living that is the important part just living your life uh, being tossed with joys and sorrows is one way of life but then having the deeper understanding and coming back that is what we ought to be doing very true you know when we uh, were working on an article for the sankranti okay we were reading about uh, how the prashantanil mandir was built the current mandir in the 1950 it was built yeah. You know, Swami would take a towel and tie it around his head, mm-hmm. and he would join the workers in carrying the bricks really? and uh, this oh. one. And at the end of the day, you know, he would give the wages to the workers who, who had to pay be paid every day. Swami would serve water. To think of it, you know, <laughs> here is I mean, when you said that to come back into the world and work passionately. Yeah. I mean, what was that passion? What was that drive which Swami had? My yeah. God. at the same time it's a selfless drive right <laughs> it he doesn't want anything the body is there it has to do work so it does work and it does work which is beneficial to all mankind at the same time it expects nothing <laughs> that's the spirit the complete spirit of uh, work and just like how professor nanjun dey would say he once asked swami you know mm-hmm. said swami are you 
always god or do you you know get into that god mode whenever you want and come out of it you know and some said no no i am always god even when i appear like i am not behaving like god or i am asking you questions mm. as though i don't know don't get fooled by it i am always god there is never a moment i am not in that state oh <laughs> we'll go into this discourse the second discourse and it's uh, named the vedic heritage of india it's very interesting to note that because uh, swami spoke about how you know education is losing its way how science is actually incomplete but in this discourse swami starts about how man started thinking and wondering you know looking around and wondering asking questions and mm. searching for answers and you know found a few answers was not satisfied asked more questions it's a very very interesting journey so we'll go into that discourse in a strange way i think one of one of the last two discourses last discourse was last but one mm-hmm. of the 1990 series was the vedic heritage right right so uh, there there seems to be some kind of a continuity between that series and this series because that's where swami stopped off in the 1990 after all the you know you are not the body the senses the mind the buddhi the atman you are the atman then he says what is the vedic wisdom i think that was right, the name of right. the title there then now he just gives an introduction on education and he starts where he left the vedic right. heritage and it's it's a very very interesting discourse because swami brings out the the scientific way in which people went about looking for god okay. we're talking about science of course that's not going to come till probably next week <laughs> but nevertheless let's begin this discourse vishamandu vibudu velugum tuchundunu vishamandu vibudu ೈತ್ರೀಡತೀಯರಾಣಿ ವಿಶ್ವ ವಿಪುಲ ಮೈತ್ರಿ ವಿಡದಿಯ ರಾಣಿ ಸತ್ಯಮೈನ ಪಾಠ ಸಾಯಿ ಮಾಟ ಸತ್ಯಮೈನ ಪಾಠ ಸತ್ಯಮೈನ ಪಾಠ ಸಾಯಿ ಮಾಟ in the world the creator the lord lives and shines forth and in the lord is the entire created world shining forth the friendship between the lord creator and the created world he cannot be separated this is the world of sai the path of truth isha vasyamidam jagat ee jagattu isharudu nivasinchadaginatundi this world is a place where god dwells jagattu anaga manamu putti 
పెరిగి తిరిగిపోయేటువంటి లోకము when we say the world it is a place to take birth live and leave the place ee lokamulaku aadharamu bhoomi the basis for this world is earth yedatarapa lekunda inta baita sarvatra sarva kalamulu endukudanu gali vichuchunnadi without any rest wind blows ceaselessly inside and outside of the home everywhere and at all times kani idi manavulaku kanipinchadu but this is not visible for man pagalu velutru light during the day karyakalapamulu ఆహార విహారములు జరుగుతూ ఉంటాయి ది డైలీ రొటీన్ వర్క్ అండ్ ది వరల్డ్లీ యాక్టివిటీ విల్ బి గోయింగ్ ఆన్ రాత్రి కాగానే ప్రకృతి నిశ్శబ్దముగా నిద్రిస్తుంది యాజ్ సూన్ యాజ్ నైట్ సెట్స్ ఇన్ నేచర్ కమ్స్ టు గెట్ స్టాప్ అండ్ స్లీప్స్ కంఫర్టబ్లీ మానవుడు పగలు వెలుతురు మ్యాన్ సీస్ లైట్ డ్యూరింగ్ ద డే రాత్రి చీకటి డ్యూరింగ్ ద నైట్ డార్క్నెస్ ఈ వెలుతురుకు చీకటికి మధ్యనున్న సంబంధ బాంధవ్యాన్ని మానవుడు గుర్తించడం అత్యవసరం ద రిలేషన్షిప్ దట్ ఎగ్జిస్ట్ బిట్వీన్ దిస్ లైట్ అండ్ ది డార్క్నెస్ హ్యాస్ టు బి రికగ్నైజ్డ్ మానవుడు తల ఎత్తి పైకి చూచినప్పుడు అనంత ఆకాశములో ప్రకాశిస్తున్నటువంటి యొక్క సూర్యుడు దేదీప్యమానంగా కనిపిస్తుంటాడు వెన్ మ్యాన్ లుక్స్ అప్ అండ్ లుక్స్ ఇన్ టు ద స్కై హీ ఫైండ్స్ ద రెస్ప్లెండెంట్ గ్లోయింగ్ సన్ షైనింగ్ ఫోర్త్ అంతులేని ఆకాశములో అనంత ప్రకాశితో ప్రకాశించేటువంటి సూర్యుడు ఒక్కడే ఇన్ ది ఇన్ఫినిట్ స్పేస్ ఇట్ ఈస్ ది సన్ అలోన్ హూ షైన్స్ మోస్ట్ గ్లోరియస్లీ ప్రతి క్షణము కూడా ఈ జగత్తునందు ఏదో కొన్ని రకములైనటువంటి కర్మలు జరుపుతూనే ఉంటున్నాయి ఎవ్రీ మోమెంట్ ఆఫ్ ద డే సమ్ యాక్టివిటీ ఆర్ ది అదర్ ఈస్ బీయింగ్ క్యారీడ్ ఆన్ ఇన్ దిస్ వరల్డ్ పుణ్యములు పురుషార్థములు మెరిటోరియస్ వర్క్ అండ్ డ్యూటీస్ సాగులు పుట్టుకలు బర్త్ అండ్ డెత్ పెళ్లి పేరెంటాలు మ్యారేజ్ అండ్ అదర్ నిర్విరామము లేకుండా జరుగుతూ జీవితము నవ్వులతో ఏడ్పులతో ముగిసిపోతుంటారు సీజ్లెస్లీ దిస్ కైండ్ ఆఫ్ యాక్టివిటీస్ బీయింగ్ క్యారీడ్ ఆన్ అండ్ మ్యాన్ స్పెండ్స్ ఇస్ లైఫ్ లాఫింగ్ sometimes and weeping other times deeniki antame ledu there is no end to this manavudu puttugane kevalamu aakale athani ventaadutundi the moment man is born hunger haunts him naabhinaadamulu manamu darini tunchagane 
బిడ్డ కెవ్వు కెవ్వు మని ఏడుస్తుంది ద మూమెంట్ ది చైల్డ్ ఇస్ బోర్న్ హి స్టార్ట్స్ క్రైయింగ్ దట్ ఐ వాంట్ ఫుడ్ ఏ తేను ఏ గ్లూకోసు ఏ పాలు నాలుగుకు రాసినప్పుడు ఆ ఏడుపు చల్లారుతుంది when either honey milk or glucose is given the child stops crying motta motta maruni peedinchetuntadi aakali the first thing that haunts man after birth is hunger ee aakaliki dhanyamu atyavasaram to satisfy hunger food is required ee dhanyamu kevalamu neeti dwarane manaku labhyam avutundi kaani మరొక మార్గంలో మనకు లభ్యము కాదు గ్రెయిన్ యూ కెన్ రైజ్ త్రూ వాటర్ అండ్ త్రూ నథింగ్ ఎల్స్ ఎన్ని యంత్రములు ఎన్ని తంత్రములు కనిపెట్టినప్పటికీ ఆకలి తీర్చునది అన్నమే కానీ యంత్రములు తంత్రములు కాదు యు మే ఫైండ్ అవుట్ అండ్ డిస్కవర్ ఎనీ నంబర్ ఆఫ్ మెషిన్స్ ఆర్ ఎనీ నంబర్ ఆఫ్ ఇన్స్ట్రుమెంట్స్ బట్ దట్ కెన్ నెవర్ సాటిస్ఫై ది హంగర్ ఆఫ్ మ్యాన్ భూమి నీళ్లను త్రాగి మానవులకు ధాన్యమును అందిస్తుంది గెటింగ్ వాటర్ కెన్ సప్లై ది గ్రీన్ ఈ విధంగా ఆహార విహారములు అభివృద్ధి కాగానే మానవ యొక్క జనాభా కూడా దినదినములకు పెరుగుతూ వచ్చింది గ్రాడ్యువలీ పాపులేషన్ మల్టిప్లైస్ అండ్ ఇన్క్రీజెస్ దీని తరువాత పాడి పంటలు ఆఫ్టర్ దిస్ అగ్రికల్చర్ గుడిసెలు ఇండ్లు పల్లెలు పట్టణాలు పెరుగుతూ వచ్చాయి కన్స్ట్రక్షన్ ఆఫ్ హౌసెస్ ఫార్మేషన్ విలేజెస్ సిటీస్ ఎక్సెట్రాటెడ్ ఈ విధంగానే మానవ జీవితము దినదినాభి అభివృద్ధి నందుతూ తమ జీవితములకు అవసరమైనటువంటి దానిని చక్కగా అర్థం చేసుకుంటూ వచ్చింది గ్రాడ్యువలీ మ్యాన్ హాస్ డెవలప్డ్ అండర్స్టాండ్ ది నీడ్స్ ఆఫ్ లైఫ్ అండ్ ప్రొవైడెడ్ ఫర్ దెమ్ తమ నిత్య జీవితంలో అవసరమైనటువంటి వాటిని ప్రోగు చేసుకుంటూ వచ్చింది కొన్ని రహస్యములను కూడా గుర్తించుకుంటూ వచ్చింది మానవత్వం హ్యుమానిటీ బిగాన్ రియలైజింగ్ సర్టన్ సీక్రెట్స్ అండ్ సర్టిఫికేట్స్ రిక్వైర్డ్ ఫర్ మ్యాన్ ఇంతే కాక తమకు తెలియనటువంటి కూడా అనేకంగా ఉన్నవని కూడా గుర్తించుకుంటూ వచ్చింది హ్యుమానిటీ ఆల్సో రియలైజ్ దట్ there are so many things which it cannot know it doesn't know manamu telusukunnadi takkuva telusukovasindi ekkuva ani kodanu artham cheskundi manavattam humanity also realized that what it knows is very limited compared to what it has to know which is unlimited manavudu bhoomini cheyaledu man cannot create land or earth manavudu neetini srushtinchaledu man cannot create water either కొమ్మకు కొమ్మకు రాపిడి జరిగినప్పుడు అగ్ని కలుగుతున్నాదే కానీ కొమ్మలో అగ్ని పెట్టి నిలబెట్టలేడు ఇది మానవుని చేత కానటువంటి పని దిస్ ఇస్ ఇంపాసిబుల్ ఫర్ మ్యాన్ టు అచీవ్ కొమ్మలో అగ్ని ఉన్నది కానీ ఆ అగ్ని కొమ్మను కాల్చకుండా కాపాడుకుంటున్నది దేర్ ఇస్ ఫైర్ ఇన్ వుడ్ బట్ would takes care to see that it doesn't burn itself aa panini manavudu cheyaledu this cannot be done by man 
కనుక ఈ విధముగా మనకు కంటికి కనిపించక చెవులకు వినిపించక మనసుకు అనిపించక ఏదో ఒక విధమైన శక్తి అంతర్భూతమై ఉన్నది అని కొంతవరకు గుర్తించుకుంటూ వచ్చాడు మానవుడు you can't help but notice the pace with which Swami starts this particular discourse there is so much of uh, gravity in in the delivery itself yeah there is a deliberate pause and there is a purposeful brevity in his sentences <laughs> because uh, these are all each statement is a fact each statement is a fact and this is the ultimate fact like this is what it is this is what man can do this is what he has done this is what he cannot that's how it has been and like uh, just as we spoke about the first discourse you know the discourse itself is a summary of what is to come the padyam here is like a summary of what is to come you know exactly. so me starting about talking about uh, how man goes about uh, using nature to feed himself and then started exploring but the padyam starts with what probably man you know ought to find or what eventually the best of men found mm-hmm. that the creator shines within the universe Right. the universe is reflected in the creator mm. and what a beautiful statement god and creation are eternally bound as friends right <laughs> beautiful in fact uh, you can't help but uh, quoting that uh, dakshinamurti stotram which starts with vishwam darpana darpamana right. he says the whole universe is reflected as if in a mirror and uh, that's exactly how that stotram starts right. and um, as that stotram goes you it takes you to the reality and the truth that god and the universe are one so that's exactly summarized in this poem right then of course uh, i think swami speaks about the initial uh, probably what must have been going on in man's mind mm-hmm. you know the way the man uh, man looks at day and night mm-hmm. the way he looks at nature and wonders you know there is that silence in the night swami speaks about then swami speaks about uh, the unstoppable nature of time you know the routines go on and on mm. you know you vacillate between joy and sorrow the, it's a ceaseless routine and then swami speaks about childbirth i don't know where swami said it in a discourse or something but swami would very often uh, make a reference to this that when the child is born you know that whole process when, when it first comes to earth it's very similar to the very beginning itself is it the lot of things uh, one of the things which swami spoke about is how the various forms the fetus takes within the human body yes, that is similar to evolution and very similar to dashavataram also right so right. many times uh, swami would say that i think in premavani swami says mm-hmm. the entire day of a man is very similar to the day of uh, the lord okay you know ending with pralaya and then again beginning with creation hmm. so i think it, probably swami is uh, hinting at a similarity between that okay. you know how when you're born there is that need for food hmm. where the need for food turns to outside you know i think the need for food is always there even when in the womb mm-hmm. but there's no lag between the need and the satiation there hmm. but then when the umbilical cord is cut then swami says that there is the child starts crying probably the, the desire to know or the pr- desire to achieve starts from there no what was already yours mm. now you're beginning to search for it when swami is talking about the sun the moon the day the night and all these things and how beautifully describes 
basically looking at them it is the prakriti it is the its nature and it is that aspect of creation you know um, swami i think in one of his discourses quoted mm-hmm. i mean swami narrated this story from the ramayana okay see the ramayana itself is um, very symbolic i mean everything is at the atma ramayana as swami True. as you have been discussing the right. ramkatha rasvahini it's a divine play and it's so similar to all our lives there i believe at the end of the war when they all came back and rama was distributing gifts to everybody hanuman said i don't want all this i don't want this gift i want to know the mystery of your life <laughs> what is the mystery of your life i want to know why all this happened what what made this happen then lord rama looked at mother sita and said you answer this question <laughs> right, right. i think i don't know it's one of the discourses swami mentions that okay that time uh, apparently lord rama says that i can't speak about it oh is it he <laughs> says i can't speak about it mm. the only person who has the authority to speak about it is mm. mother sita mm. because the whole thing was her play her play he's saying i was only a witness whatever you saw about you know mm. the going away to the forest the killing of ravana mm. then again mother sita being sent away it's all sita's play oh. rama who is the atma is always only the witness he is just the witness so she says i am the mula prakriti i am the right. maya and i am the one who has brought about this variety this duality all this happenings i have brought it about uh, teach a uh, lesson so the uh, nature is like the vesture that god wears in a sense it is trying to define the indefinable when there is a manifestation of the unmanifest then you get into trying to describe him there are points of description there are qualities there is limitations there is beauty everything comes into play right it reminds me of uh, what we study in science this lpg gas which we use at home yeah. you know liquefied petroleum gas mm-hmm. we often know that you know when we don't close the uh, the the faucet properly yes you have a gas leak and you have a smell yes but uh, i think my 10th standard we were coming across this fact mm-hmm. the lpg gas actually does not have any smell at all is it it is a odorless gas then right so because to avoid any accidents which would be caused uh, due to a leak yes they add a substance to the liquefied petroleum petroleum gas i think okay. it's called ethyl mercaptan or something okay that gives that smell okay but uh, in usage see mm. we've got so used to it mm. so we think that hey, I'm, i'm getting the smell of gas oh. you know you've added something to define something as you said which is actually not definable through the sense of smell correct it's literally like that and <laughs> over a period of time we think that this is a quality of that right and once we define the gas with its attributes we define the food it cooks as well <laughs> so in such a measured way swami starts and he gives all the various aspects of nature and then comes this um, master statement he says you may have lot of technology and machines but um, can they satisfy your hunger uh, you are born with hunger hunger drives you you may have technology but technology cannot satisfy man cannot make the earth man cannot make water man cannot uh, make food water makes food the earth accepts the water and gives you food and grain <laughs> how beautiful it is and it's it's really it's a wonder you know how how deep 
something as simple as hunger and food actually even reflects in our mind if we take the time to observe people around yes the way they would behave before dinner after dinner you know before <laughs> when they are hungry swami vivekananda says that you can't teach spirituality to a hungry man it's so true because mm. your perception itself is so different your mood your receptiveness is so different when you don't have hunger or when you're you know uh, your mind is cleared of that hunger and when swami says that you know you, you you have not found a way to release yourself from hunger and thirst in fact you know a slight digression at this point one of the old devotees of swami said that he was keenly observing and um, he realized that swami never had any hunger in the sense that swami would never uh, say that okay it's, let us go for food this that because somebody would say swami the uh, the lunch is ready or the food is ready it's like you inviting him to come and have food and then he says okay i'll come because you want me to have it that kind means that was the spirit in which he led his everyday life because you know having the conviction that you are not fostered by the food you eat and living it actually are two different things actually it's a classic image which stays in front of our eyes you know in uh, trai brindavan swami would stand and give discourse if you offer water to him in his glass mm. swami would dip his finger <laughs> he won't even drink water he would dip his finger and you know just put it in his mouth just to make you happy just to make us happy the beautiful sights they were <laughs> then of course what a wonderful thing that swami is mentioning here you know about fire One. that when two uh, branches of a tree rub each other there is fire correct the fire was always inside it was never introduced from outside yes and man can never actually introduce fire from outside or create fire but how did that branch sustain the fire without burning itself this is a very upanishadic example and it is there this example right, itself right. is there in i think one of the upanishad uh, how the fire exists inside the wood so also the atma is there in, within right. you i think the two three analogies related to fire the fire and the burning iron ball i think that is another very strong imagery in upanishads okay where they say you know when you touch a hot ball mm-hmm. does the fire burn you or the iron burn you okay okay uh, i think so, there's some uh, as you're saying this even this branch and fire is similar to that mm-hmm. you know where does the fire come from yes if the fire was always inside how it did not burn the branch as mm-hmm. swami is saying here mm-hmm. and it's it's, it's again uh, no we have found different ways of making fire from other things mm-hmm. but i don't think we have we found ways of creating fire you know what swami is saying here correct you know we we found the art of you know uh, yeah we strike these two together we only fire. generate fire generate fire but yeah. creating fire what swami is saying even I'm, creating water that's why these are the five elements right. how can you, how can man ever create the five elements earth fire water air and space how can man actually create any of these five elements and so, I, i think swami is mentioning all of them even the earth he, st- he started with that you know yes. swami says that man cannot create earth yes he realized that he could not create earth mm. then swami is saying and swami spoke about wind correct the wind is all pervasive though he doesn't see it mm. he realizes that it's everywhere yes then swami speaks about uh, water and then fire beautiful <laughs> <laughs> so he says looking at all this man gradually started understanding that there is a power <clears throat> which is beyond and which is controlling this entire creation <laughs> and then of course uh, swami mentions that you know uh, it's a 
wonderful thing which Swami is referring to because he's saying that even as man went about like this, he found ways of using nature to satisfy himself. Mm-hmm. And he started understanding nature more, but even in that understanding, there was this strong, uh, you know, recurring thought that there is so much more that I cannot understand. Correct. Hinting that probably that humility was what led man to, or you know, gave them give man the ability to know more. Very true. <clears throat> I mean, even for an artist or a musician, the moment they feel, yes, I know, I have achieved something, then the growth stops there. <laughs> so, in the same way, for a scientist, a person, a seeker. the more he is open and he says i want to know there is i need to know more i think slowly nature reveals all her yeah, secrets i think i've mentioned this before a, a quote in management it's very very profound and it's logical too mm-hmm. you know they say today belongs to the learned man okay but tomorrow be- belongs to the man who is learning okay <laughs> so if you consider yourself learned you know i know all that i need to learn be happy with today your progress you know stagnates <laughs> right Right. Shall we go to the next clip? Yes. Yeah, we'll go to the second clip in that discourse. For any power, direct experience is necessary. Kanuka, ee prachyakcha pramanamu naku, yedi manaku sarayen rachyamu. Ani kuda ni vicharishtu vachyaru. He began inquiring into what could be the proof to find out direct experience. ఇది మనకు ప్రత్యక్ష ప్రమాణము సూర్యుడే అని కూడా విశ్లేషిస్తూ వచ్చారు లేకపోయినా వెలుతురు లేదు వితౌట్ సన్ దెర్ ఇస్ నో లైఫ్ కేవలం వెలుతురు మాత్రమే కాదు ఏ విధమైనటువంటి సృష్టి కూడా స్తంభించిపోదు నాట్ మియర్లీ లైఫ్ క్రియేషన్ ఇట్ సెల్ఫ్ కమ్స్ టు స్టాండ్ ఈ ప్రపంచమునందు ఏ వృక్షములు అభివృద్ధి కావాలన్నను ఏ పంటలు పండవలనన్నను ఏ జీవి పెరగవలనన్నను ఇవన్నీ కూడా హైడ్రోజన్ అత్యవసరం ఈ సూర్యుని యొక్క ప్రధానమైనటువంటి శక్తి హైడ్రోజన్ హీలియం ది మోస్ట్ ఇంపార్టెంట్ పవర్ సప్లైడ్ బై సన్ ఈస్ హైడ్రోజన్ హీలియం ఈ హైడ్రోజన్ హీలియం రెండు లేకుండా పోతే అసలు జగత్తే లేదు విధమైనటువంటి కొన్ని రహస్యాలు కూడా గుర్తించుకుంటూ వచ్చారు a few subtle secrets of the sun kramakramina gayatri mantram nandu ee suruni pradhanamaina devataga visheshistu vachar gradually in the gayatri mantra the secrets of sun were diyo yono prachodayat surudu prakashinchinattuga manavuni yokka buddhi kudanu amithanga prakashinchali surya prakashamu మన బుద్ధిలో ప్రవేశించాలి అనేటువంటి ప్రార్థనలు సలుపుతూ వచ్చారు ది ప్రేయర్ వాజ్ ఆఫర్డ్ దట్ మ్యాన్స్ ఇంటలెక్ట్ షుడ్ షైన్ రెస్పెంటెంట్లీ ఇన్ ద సేమ్ వే యాజ్ ద సన్ ది పవర్ ఆఫ్ ద సన్ షుడ్ ఎంటర్ ద ఇంటలెక్ట్ ఆఫ్ మ్యాన్ అండ్ షైన్ ఫోర్త్ కనుక ప్రత్యక్ష ప్రమాణమునకు సూర్యుడే ఆధారము ఈ సూర్య ఆధారమును పురస్కరించుకొని గాయత్రి మంత్రమును 
ఉచ్చరించుకుంటూ గాయత్రియే వేద మాత అని కూడా నువ్వు విశ్వసించుకుంటూ వచ్చాడు కేవలము ఒక కాలమునకు ఒక దేశమునకు ఒక పాత్రకు సంబంధించినటువంటిది కాదనియు దిస్ మంత్ర ఆఫ్ గాయత్రి ఈజ్ నాట్ కన్ఫైన్ టు ఎనీ పర్టికులర్ నేషన్ ఎనీ పర్టికులర్ పీపుల్ ఎనీ పర్టికులర్ టైమ్ మూడు కాలములకు కూడా సంబంధ సంబంధించినటువంటిది అని కూడా విశ్వసించారు దిస్ మంత్ర ఈజ్ అప్లికబుల్ టు ఆల్ ద త్రీ టైమ్స్ దిస్ ఇస్ ది బిలీవ్ తత్ సవితుర్ వరేణ్యం భర్గో దేవస్థీమహి సూర్యుడు ఈ గాయత్రి రూపంలో ప్రధాన స్థానమును ఆక్రమించాడు that is why sun has been given the place of prime importance as the light which he emanates from him dispels darkness ee vidhanga edo oka shakti unnadaniyu aa shaktiye daivam ani kodanu vishwasinchukuntu vacharu man began believing that there is some invisible power and dramakramina kodanu ankelanu kontha varaku nerchukodaniki prayatnistu vacharu gradually he began realizing and learning numbers numerology okati 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 the numbers 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 8 9 10 ee 10 ankara lopana kudanu okate pradhanamu kaani meegina kudanu deeniki bhinna swarupale in these 10 numbers the most important and primary one is number 1 the others are only different manifestations and combinations rendu anedi number undinte rendu okattu cheratam vallane rendu ayipoyindi number 2 consists of one repeated twice tommidi anetundi anke undadante ikkada okati rendu mooda tommidi okattu indulo cheratamu sambhavisthundi number 9 stands for number 1 being repeated 9 times number anni kudanu okatiki roopantaramule aneetundi satyanni gurtinchali he realized that all the other numbers are variations of number 1 alone kanaku okate unnadi pradhanam nundu therefore number 1 is the most ekam sat vipra bahudavadanti ఉన్నది ఒక్కటే అయినప్పటికీ వ్యక్తులు దీనిని అనేక నంబర్స్ గా భావిస్తూ వస్తున్నారు అని ఒక సత్యాన్ని గుర్తించారు ఒక్కటే అనేక లక్షలు మిలియన్లుగా మారిపోతుంది that there is only one and it manifests itself okati leka rendu kaani padi kaani million kaani kaavadaniki meeru ledhi without number 1 
యూ కెనాట్ హ్యావ్ ఎదర్ టెన్ హండ్రెడ్స్ ఆర్ ఈవెన్ మిలియన్స్ కనుక ఈ నంబర్ల ద్వారా దైవము కూడా ఒక్కడే అనేటువంటి సత్యానికి వచ్చారు మానవులు విత్ ది హెల్ప్ ఆఫ్ నంబర్స్ మ్యాన్ రియలైజ్ దట్ ది ట్రూత్ ఈస్ దట్ దెర్ ఇస్ ఓన్లీ వన్ అండ్ దట్ ఈస్ గాడ్ ప్రపంచములో ఒక మనకు అతీతమైనటువంటి శక్తి ఒకటి ఉన్నదని ఆ శక్తి ఒకటే కానీ రెండు కాదని కూడా విశ్వసించుకుంటూ వచ్చారు మానవులు మెన్ బిగాన్ ఫోర్మ్లీ బిలీవింగ్ దట్ ఇన్ దిస్ వరల్డ్ దెర్ ఇస్ ఓన్లీ వన్ ట్రాన్సెండెంటల్ పవర్ దెర్ ఇస్ నథింగ్ మోర్ దాన్ వన్ ఆ ఒక్కటే అనేక రూపములు ధరించి దట్ వెరీ వన్ హ్యాస్ టేకన్ డిఫరెంట్ అనేక రూపనామముల చేత విత్ డిఫరెంట్ నేమ్స్ అండ్ ఫార్మ్స్ జగత్తును వ్యాపించి ఉంటున్నది ఇట్ హాస్ ప్రొవైడెడ్ ద ఎంటైర్ యూనివర్స్ ఈ సత్యాన్ని పురస్కరించుకుని ఈశావాస్యం విధం జగత్తు అని చెప్తూ వచ్చింది బేస్డ్ అపాన్ దిస్ పర్టికులర్ ట్రూత్ దట్ ద ఎంటైర్ వరల్డ్ ఈస్ పర్మిటెడ్ బై ఈశ్వర లార్ I think when uh, this morning or yesterday when I was cutting the files, I didn't realize it was so beautifully uh, placed because the two clips which we played, yes. the first clip, the discourse part started with those words, Isha Vasyam Itam Jagat. Jagat. Mm. And in the second clip, the last thing which Swami says, you know, literally derives that point, you know, how this exactly. was declared by the Vedas. It's like a scientific derivation mm. of how man slowly his consciousness raised himself. and how he started understanding the various aspects of divinity right swami uh, starts with that uh, concept in vedanta called pratyaksha pramana mm-hmm. where you believe in things which you are able to conceive through your senses correct and first and foremost it's sight you know you mm-hmm. believe what you see and uh, swami goes on to say how for that light is the very basis okay you, know, you can't see without light you can't see in darkness so when light is the basis swami goes on to say that the first source of light for man was sun so sun was seen as the very uh, foundation for this concept of pratyaksha pramana correct and wonderful you know how sami says just like how you need the sun to see the objects outside mm. you need brilliance and the intelligence mm. to see things in the right light correct just like how in a dark room you can't see the color of objects or ex- the exact shape of objects same way when you're trying to understand through your intelligence you can't see it in their right form if your intelligence is not illumined yes and so sami said you know sami says the idea of the gayatri mantra comes well it's actually a prayer for illumination of the buddhi dhiyo yona prachodayat sami says correct i mean the gayatri mantra itself sami has spoken a lot about it and then you know sami would uh, say often say while having your bath you chant the gayatri mantra right just chant the gayatri mantra and um, he said it, it has no time it has no limitation you can chant it but putting it in this context is so beautiful because uh, he says um, the sun becomes the basis and um, we are looking to the sun to brighten our intellect that's what it is i mean if you look at it if uh, i mean as some you see here sun was looked looked up as sun god it's himself you know yes yes if you look at it so you know god who has created this entire universe to give the ability to man to see all this mm-hmm. he has created sun correct so it is like prayer to that lord who has created sun so that we could see everything saying mm-hmm. that oh lord just like how you created the sun mm-hmm. 
create illumination in my mind so i can see what you've created in the true light mm. and uh, definitely i've not looked at it this way so wonderfully mm. sami is saying and put in this uh, chronological order like how sami has put it you know mm. from creation and how man uh, starts wondering and then how man realizes that sun seems to be the basis for his uh, inquiry itself correct. his ability to see things and learn things correct so then relating it to the mind and then making this prayer and one thing which you can see is even when uh, sami goes on to speak about numbers mm-hmm. wonderfully you know sami says how from number it says never i think this quest mm. through intelligence mm-hmm. be it science or be it mathematics or be it the other uh, you know fields of knowledge i think uh, sami is saying that in the vedic tradition always behind the idea was to understand the ultimate okay that's why sami is saying that numbers came by the mathematics came by but even in that they are saying that how can i relate this to god the ultimate understanding my understanding of god very true you know i think uh, i'm not sure where i read it or i heard someone say it in the evolution of science mm-hmm. see why is it called the philosophy of science okay because um, you know they they are so integrated um, a philosophical point of view as well as um, pure scientific pursuit um, they were so integrated in the initial days it was an institution in itself but slowly what happened scientists started putting aside this uh, aspect of feeling see you you start concentrating on only what is perceivable and what is measurable and what is um, derivable but then you bring, uh, you know separate out the concept of feeling like see when you say the sun is giving its energy now um, the difference between our ancients is they said he is a sun god and here is a scientist who says okay it's a ball of uh, burning hydrogen and helium what sorts are ancient saying that that is god as well so you know what happens um, that the feeling of awe the feeling of reverence that portion started getting separated and only the scientific pursuit where you try to map everything to basic facts it is the nature of the hydrogen and helium to fuse and that's why you get fusion and that's how you get energy but who defined that nature <laughs> that's the point i think sometime back a couple of months back we seeing a program on the television where they had uh, two panels all of them doctors okay okay and one set of doctors were very strong believers mm-hmm. in fact uh, they kind of saw uh, their profession as a means of worshiping god okay okay and there was another set of doctors mm-hmm. who thought that there is no place for god in science okay maybe they believers it's not like they're all hardcore atheists mm. so the discussion was you know what are the things which you uh, come across in your life mm-hmm. uh, in your profession which makes you look at god and god and feel you know oh my god mm-hmm. you know this is god's creation okay the same things which these people spoke of you know he, he said you know when i look at the heartbeat mm. you know when when we've done a surgery and when the heart picks up mm. you know you stop the heart from beating you perform the surgery and the heart picks up and the ability of the heart to continue like that he said mm. you know where does that come from okay. so he says i see god in that but uh, the same things which these people are referring to the mm. other doctors were saying that you know yeah this can be scientifically explained <laughs> this is what it happens so mm. unfortunately that knowledge which was supposed to give you more understanding mm. actually in a sense uh, saturates you with 
the knowing and says yeah yeah this can be understood there can be nothing no, no. beyond that you try to find a logical explanation which yeah. discounts the necessity for a higher power either it is understood by science or it is going to be understood by science nothing beyond <laughs> that you know that uh, kind of a feeling mm. but as you're saying you know where is the source of all that yeah i can explain how the blood flows mm. but why the blood flows exactly where does your questioning suddenly face that dead end and you're not able to explain anymore Swami beautifully says in some other, I think it's a Telugu poem, who put the red beak on the green parrot? <laughs> How beautiful and yeah. why did he choose to put, do that? Which science of yours can explain that? <laughs> See, you can describe how it is happening, but why things happen, you can never describe. <laughs> okay, you can describe this is how this happened, this is how this happened. But why it had to be that way? That uh, science can never describe. True. and that's the beauty as you, uh, as you also mentioned you know the ability to keep it parallelly going yeah you know, your exploration of scientific uh, understanding at the same time not forgetting that the ultimate understanding what i'm trying to do is trying to understand the source of all this creation and that's how so beautifully swami brought it out in this mathematical thing he's saying that you know man started counting after having uh, found ways of making fire and making food and taking care of himself keeping himself warm swami says he starts counting mm. and then he realizes that 1 2 3 each of those progressive numbers which are higher than the previous one is nothing but a combination of that one which he first found correct in fact you know one point which really comes to my mind here is swami often quotes hiranyaksha mm-hmm. and he says he was the greatest scientist He says people have. Uh, I have. I think I've heard in some discourses a man has gone to moon, but he, he went to the sun. He explored. Sun. He went to the sun. What was his mistake? Why he had to be annihilated? Because he started um, believing that he could control the elements. So that's what science is doing today. Unfortunately, you are trying to play God. You have got um, control over the elements. You have got control over the basic building blocks. but do you have control over life <laughs> so that's the question exactly when I mean, the very idea swami would often say you know we've seen it enacted so many times in front of swami how hiranyakashipu begins to tell his subjects that you have to worship me now exactly it's all beautiful imagery yes. like here is swami often says uh, mm. he's a scientist and mm. he's explored all this mm. and he says you know there is no god you have to worship me because i'm the one because i can do all these things and i can so i have understood all so these things so you become a god right this is precisely <laughs> what what's happening to scientists today you know the yeah. little bit of understanding mm. that's why it's beautiful to see historically mm. there was a very close relationship to the unknown and man's uh, devotion okay it was very easy for a man to worship god as mm. long as there was a lot of things unknown mm-hmm. and when the number of things known today are comparatively increasing mm-hmm. i think uh, you know god seems to be out of context because there so much seems to be you know so fast the rate of knowing things has increased so much you know so much now than 10 years 15 years ago right and you you start saying that yeah this is the law of nature this is natural this is its property and this is what yeah, happens and, and that's what happens yeah you can give some cosmic theory or something but who has conceived it exactly and um, so when swami says that this is how our ancients saw and this is how they perceived that there is a force that is beyond us and in that context he how he talks about the sun 
This is the most uh, direct experience. Every day is the sun, and so they started worshiping the sun as sun god. And next, he goes on to the numbers and how beautifully he says, "It is the one that has become the many." Right. And then from there, he says that's where the uh, Vedic dictum mm. that ekam sat viprabhuda vadanti. The truth is always one, but it is spoken of as many. An echo of Bahusyam, so he says that one, one becomes, becomes many. many. But the many is always actually multiples of that same one. That's right. <laughs> It's uh, amazing how man explored this and crystallized his explorations in the form of this Vedic dicta. Because when you say Veda hametam purusham mahantam aditya varnam tamasam, so these are the are ancient scientists. The sages were the greatest scientists. I mean, Charaka Samhita. If you see, he was a sage, sage Charaka who did medicine. So all the scientists, all them, right. greatest scientists were sages, greatest sages as well. Each one explored one field, and um, they did that with reverence, you know, with humility, with devotion, and that's why they were able to achieve so much. As you're saying, total selflessness. You know, I think even in the earlier series we have we had mentioned. Here are a group of individuals who are, who have given up everything in life. Mm-hmm. That's why we revere them as sages or renunciants or brahmins. Correct. You know those who have given up everything else and they've pursued knowledge, and they come back and say this is the truth. Correct. But we question it, you know, because what is what is given selflessly? There's nothing a person gains by my understanding his concept or not. Correct. And when he gives it. definitely there must be some amount of truth behind that we are ready to uh, go by what the scientists say <laughs> which is not wrong you know uh, this is again a thing i think in this discourse of the discourses in the series swami mentions how truth is the very basis for science too yes like you know honesty is the very bedrock on which scientific uh, understanding stands you know Can you can't cheat yourself you can't mm. forge your experimental results that Uh, intellectual honesty right yeah, the, you not getting a result may be more important than you getting a result right <laughs> <laughs> that's the point <laughs> exactly and i think that is what swami says that they came to know so much they Correct. came to understand so much but always they were honest with themselves saying that there's definitely so much more to be known correct and that unknown is still you know in in the grasp of somebody who is superior to all of us yes and uh, Dear listeners, just a couple of clips that we played today would would have given you a sample of what this discourse is going to be, and possibly the series as well. The series <laughs> as well, absolutely. One thing is, Swami is not compromising anywhere. It's really the essence of the Vedas, which is flowing through Swami's words. But at the same time, in such a beautiful logical uh, flow, and as you said, you know, measured tone yes. and a measured uh, delivery, and really waiting to. look into the rest of the discourse but for that you'll have to come back next week for the next episode of shramnam mananam nidhyasnam till then this is prem from team radio science with me saprakash we offer our most humble pranams and bhagwan's lotus feet for this opportunity and thank all of you for joining us Sairam you just heard an episode of a radio series Shravanam Mananam Nidhyasanam listen reflect and absorb 
This is a segment that is hosted live on Thursdays at 7:30 p.m. by Radio Sai's Sai Prakash and Prem only on Asia's stream of Radio Sai Global Harmony. Today's episode was first broadcast live on 18th February 2016. The discourses undertaken for study in this program are from the series of discourses delivered as part of the summer course in Indian culture and spirituality 1991. Dear listeners, to listen to the next part of this program, tune in same time next week. Please do write to us and let us know what you think about this program by writing to listener at radiosai.org. Thank you and Sai Ram from Prashanthi Nilayam.